Welcome to The One Inside, an internal family systems podcast. I'm your host, Tammy Sollenberger. I'm excited that you and all of your parts have taken time to be with me and all of my parts. If you are a coach, a client, a therapist, if you are in business or education, and you're curious about the IFS model, you are in the right place. Now, let's see what happens on today's podcast. Could I take a moment with you to kind of connect in and offer out an intention for our time together? Yeah, that would be great. So let's just take a moment and feel the natural flow of our breath. Holding the conviction that that radiant sun of self is always present within us, even in moments where we might not fully feel it or remember it, and to experience that it's enlivening our bodies and our hearts and our minds at this time, so that whatever flows through us may be of service. May this be a space where we can together call forth and experience the grace of the self, so that what we co-create can touch other lives and help them experience hope and love and possibilities in a time that they may be experiencing as challenging. May this be a gift. I was just thinking about because this is coming up for me as a therapist, and I think it's coming up for more therapists too, is that like, like so, okay, so the teachers, before the whole COVID-19, the teachers were basically like, I'm in a part, I'm in a part that's anxious and angry and overwhelmed and et cetera. So I'm in a part, and then that's obviously triggering parts of students. So, you know, if I'm in self, then that would potentially um, mm-hmm. help students be in more more self. So if, if I'm overwhelmed with all the stuff that I have to do as, as a teacher and it's, you know, burned out and then having to quit, then clearly I'm in a lot of part energy, which is not good for me, not good for my students. Um, mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that as you're talking and I was thinking about how that's just more magnified like we've all been talking about that right like this things like whatever junk you've got has been more magnified with this whole COVID-19 and so with therapists I think it's happening too that it's like with therapists I think well I guess I'll just speak for myself that I'm having a harder time being in self because you know my client is talking about exactly the same thing that's happening with me right so she's talking Mm -hmm. about fears and I'm like I have those same fears or she's talking about uh, you're her, trying to homeschool her kid or, you know, school her kid at home. And I have the same thing going on. So it's been harder, I think, to not be led by parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, so that's what made me think of it. It's like, if part, if teachers' parts are activated, that's going to activate more parts of students and how that's happening. I'm wondering if that's probably happening even more now. I would I would imagine it is. And I mean, this, the teachers and educators I'm in touch with are describing the intensity of this experience at a lot of levels. Um, some of them are in one room, they've got a desk set up where they're 
teaching their students and then their own child is one room over on a desk going, mommy, mommy, how do I do this? Right. And then they're yes. getting on a, on a oh zoom call with their principal or their superintendent. And then yes. they need to figure out how to order the groceries and wipe them off before putting them in the fridge like everybody else. So the amount of juggling is tremendous. So on the one hand, I think just in general for all of us, and as I understand for educators, there's a lot of overwhelmed parts that are coming up. And the other thing is that there's a way in which we're, even when we're, we're kind of in our home with a lot of other people, we're with ourselves in, an, in a different kind of way right now. Because whatever the things we have typically done to keep ourselves busy and engaged and entertained and in ways distracted, those tools, you could call them, are not there. So we're really left with our own company. And so the challenge and the gift of this time seems to be, can we be our own best friend? Can we keep company with everything and anything that's coming up inside with compassion and patience and just kind of take it one step at a time? I was speaking with another colleague of mine, Tim um, Amaral, who's an amazing teacher and educator out on the West Coast. And we were talking about how significant and important the role of parents and teachers are right now to coach young people through this time. Mm. And that in order to support parents and educators right now, I mean, we're all getting flooded with emails and be mindful and do this and do that. And here's how to, I mean, I'm getting confused. How do I keep it all straight? And the, the homeschooling list for my son it's got to be kind of simple and bite-sized, right? So one of the things that I'm finding really helpful is just to continually come back to the remembrance that this state of being in self isn't some philosophical concept. The state of being in self is, is our physiological birthright. So just as much as people may be experiencing and talking about a fight-flight-freeze response, yes, there's an external threat, and yes, depending on how we look at that, we can get activated, triggered, and upset, and scared, and then reactive and angry at any time. Just as much as that's in our physiology, it is also innate in who we are as human beings that we have this state of self. We have the whole brain. We can be mindful. We are innately built to be resilient and empathetic and to be able to step back and take perspective. That's built in us too, and we need it now more than ever. This is our gift as human beings. We are, we are, we've evolved to have this capacity. And in that capacity, we can connect and we can come together and we can handle this, right? So leading from self right here, right now, that's, that's our birthright. And so what are our little, little true pathways to come back to that state of being? So for some people, it's mindfulness. For some people, it's gratitude and saying thank you. Hmm. For some people, it's our twinkly eyes peeking out above the mask and that we're taking a moment to smile at each other because eyes hmm. communicate so much love and appreciation and kindness. Are we taking time, even in the grocery store at 10 feet apart over the bananas, to love each other through our eyes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that power of being in self, I think, is called on right now. And we can do it. We can do this, right? And I think that's, among other things, what I'm hoping to continue to send out as little gifts and messages to parents and teachers, because it's not necessarily a time where they may not even have the time to listen to this whole podcast. I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So it's, it may not be a time to take in more information. There's too many emails, et cetera. Yeah. But can we remember gratitude or sparkly eyes or what is in our power to be our best self, to, mm. to thank each other, um, to appreciate the effort our child is putting forth, even though they can't figure out how to do that math problem. <laughs> and neither can we. <laughs> yeah, neither can we. We're like going, oh my God, I, they don't do math the same way anymore. No, I don't. Oh, goodness. Oh, so that's beautiful. I love that because it's like, you're right. I, it's, it is really overwhelming the amount of good things, right? Like the mm. look at this and read this and watch this video. It's like, I, it's too much. It's way too much. Mm. So right. Thinking of that in that bite size. I love that. Can you talk more about like what those pathways would mm. be or look like or, um, and how to tap into that? Cause it's like, mm. if I'm supposed to be my own best friend and all I'm bumping up against are parts of me that are afraid and freaked out and overwhelmed and tired, then I don't really want to be best friends with those parts of me. Yeah. So those are two it's, probably different questions, but. Well, it's, it's, it's a great question. Cause I mean, to me, whether it's in this conversation right now um, and when I'm talking with schools, the vision and the goal of this model is self-leadership, right? That we can access, live, love, lead from our best self, from that core state of being. So if there is the possibility to have a simple pause, to step back and shift back into self, if there's a simple bridge and a pathway that works for you, then do it. It doesn't have to be complex. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, for me right now, that simple bridge is sometimes just even remembering the word pause. Mm. It's remembering, I feel like almost an image inside of and a felt physiological sense. Like I know what it feels like in my body when I'm my best self. So sometimes I just pause and I shift my body mm. or I take a breath or I remember the words that are like my anchor back to that state of being. And I love the eight C's. Sometimes I just need to say to myself, calm, confident, compassionate, just be compassionate. Like one of those words might just be my bridge home, right? Mm. So if it can be that simple, if you know, like if you set an intention, how do I want to be in this time? Mm. Sometimes just remembering those words and that intention can take you right back home and then you carry on. Hmm. Right, because right. we're not talking about, you know, going on the yoga mat or meditation pillow for an hour. We're talking about as you're going from the kitchen mm -hmm. to your desk, to your kid's desk, pausing, like taking a 10 seconds, saying the word pause, thinking the word pause, shifting your body yeah. and doing something kind of intentionally. And then as you, mm -hmm. as you go, it's an as you go thing. Yeah, it, and right. And this time takes incredible... I've, I want to use the word vigilance and discipline, not like an anxious part vigilance, but like vigilance as an intentional choice. How do I want to be right now? Yeah. And mm -hmm. to your point about practices, what's setting me up, and I'm really now seeing a stark difference on days when I do this and I don't, so now I'm doing it, really taking my time in the morning to set up with myself. And so I'm taking time to write my journal I'm taking time to scan inside. What are the different parts of me that are up? Checking for signs and signals amongst my thoughts, my feelings, my physical experience, mm -hmm. what's on my mind, taking stock of what's on top and keeping company with it, with that thought, like, can I write in my journal as if I'm my own best friend? Mm 
Mm. Okay. Hello, worried, anxious part. I see you. I feel you. I'm noticing you. What do you need from me today? Mm. How can I take care of you? When you come up during the day, what do you need from me? It's customized for me every day. But so I do that check-in time and that sets me up that I'm going to be much more resilient and able to pivot and take that little bridge back to self in the midst of my day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. That is right. It's like saying I'm noticing this feeling, which is a part. So I'm noticing this feeling and I'm saying, hi, I'm going to be best friends with that part. The part that feels really anxious or really scared or really overwhelmed or is, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and so I'm going to say hi and I'm going to be best friends with that part instead of like this idea that like, I have to like me and I have to like myself. It's like, no, I'm just going to friend. I'm just going to friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to friend whatever's coming up and just say hi and say, I'm here. And how can I help you? Right. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing is like, I'm saying hi, I'm giving you attention and I'm doing that with love and compassion. And then I'm saying, what do you need from me right now? Or as, as we think about our day, because I know you're going to come up and, and it sounds like you're also kind of extending this, like, I want to hear from you. I want to be there for you. So you're not going to be, I'm not going to abandon you during the day. Right. Mm. Well, and I, as you speak about this, and I, again, coming back to what I've been thinking about parents and teachers during this time, you know, clearly our young people need us to be with them during this time. And I want to come back to that in a minute, just how important it is to slow down and be with them And for us to be available and online to really listen and be present with them, I find that I have to have taken the time to listen and be present with those feelings in myself. Because if I kind of figure out, okay, how am I going to hold the fact that, yes, death is real? Yes, there's fears around that. Yes, there's a lot of change and uncertainty and unpredictability in the parts of me that like control and want to have order and clarity. They're a little confused and frustrated right now. So can I keep company with myself and hold those parts of me without having them hijack my state of being? Mm -hmm. If I can keep company, let's just say with fear and anxiety, if I can keep company with that as a part of me without it driving me, then if I see that energy in my son, I won't have to shut it down in him. Right? So that was to your point earlier about what do we do if we're all hijacked? So this is where we have to keep exercising how to keep company with these parts, but it's not just sort of to indulge the, oh, I'm going to go into this long in-depth conversation with anxiety. It's, there's also the discipline of really holding that part with compassion, but unblending and getting back into my center, back into my strength. So I can be online to be with my son, you know? Yeah. Right. So it's not, yes, exactly. So it's being in self, right. Having that self to part relationship, because as I'm saying, um, as I'm saying, pause and I'm shifting my body or as I'm dialoguing with my worried part, I'm not like, I'm not feel, I'm not blended. I'm not feeling the worry. I'm not in the worry. I'm actually stepped, I'm shifted out or unhooked from it a little bit so that I'm like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm with you. And I'm experiencing that calm, compassion, clarity, curiosity, that open heart. I'm experiencing that and being with, Mm -hmm. being with that feeling and Mm -hmm. not being the feeling. Right. And, and so this gets to the the piece about how important it is to listen to young people right now. So this is what I've been thinking about is this, we are, we're becoming very clear on there's certain people who literally quite literally are in in essential services right now. And there's also essential things that need to happen right now 
for us as people. And one of them is how we're processing and making meaning of this time. What it, what it is is an opportunity of how can we do our best without judging ourselves, do our best to keep finding our pathways back into our center. Because if I'm, if I'm being with my son in this frantic way, even if it's frantic, all right, you're doing this thing, I'm doing this thing, okay, you got that, you know, it's still frantic, then, then I'm not really being with him in a way that's essential. Like, I love mm-hmm. that. Like, okay, how, yeah, that's good. And I, I just want to, you said essential, I heard essence. So coming from our essence, like what is essential is to be in our essence and what is the essence of our connection? Can we crack the code? And I'll, I'm honestly, it's like I'm puzzled and boggled and challenged by this piece too, like working full time from home while having my son in the next room on Zoom calls and, and figuring out all these different schedules. It's, it's quite a challenge, right? But can we figure out amongst the logistics and the emotions, how to slow it down, Mm -hmm. to let go of the, some degree of productivity Mm -hmm. and service to connection Mm -hmm. um, and to figure out like, well, how do we design a life together where priorities, the first priority is connection. Can we do that? I dare you. Wow. Can we do it? I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> wow. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How do we, I'm just going to sit with that for a second. Cause that just sounds like, because there's a part of me that's like, that's what I want. Right. So if this is this like mm-hmm. timeout pause, reshifting that it can be, Right, that we're what's essential, what is essential, right? What's essential in my week? Is my essential in my week what it used to be, you know, which it was busy, mm. all the busy stuff, mm. which is lots of it was good. It's interesting because it's like what what I hear is that's what I want. I want a life that is the priority is connection in essence and being mm-hmm. and doing things that support me being in self. If I'm overscheduled and overbooked, that I'm not supporting, that's not a structure that's gonna support self-leadership. That's mm-hmm. a structure that supports being burned out and overwhelmed and having those manager parts having to run so fast. Right, right. And so if I yeah, like what would have to change and what has to give and what do I have to let go of? Mm. Yeah. Well, what I've found kind of interesting is how easily there's been times and days where I've just been able to be just as busy, but I've made myself just as busy at home. And so I'm noticing parts of me that um, are comfortable and familiar with being busy parts of me that feel like I need to be engaged all the time to be doing something or helping somebody or producing something or being of service. Yeah. But then it's just, it, it's, and I think it's so common for us as caregivers that something in us says that if I'm not busy doing, then I'm not good enough or I'm not contributing or like it's, it's, selfish and not noble to slow down or to stop or to pause or to rest, Mm. you know? And so even in this time where we're home and presumably a lot of things that would have been on our calendar got canceled. So are we filling that time or are we being in that time? Mm. Um, And I'm saying this to myself as much as to you as we're talking, because I'm just, it's, it's really remarkable 
um, how many things we can fill our life with that takes us out of just being here and now with each other. Thanks for hanging out today. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you really like this episode, share it with a friend and leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at IFSTammy and join our community on Facebook at The One Inside Podcast. Talk to you next time.